The summer of cricket is upon us. Come tomorrow at 2 o'clock down at the delightful Hagley Oval, I can say that being a can tab, it gets underway with the first of five T20s against the visiting English side. We're joined by head coach Gary Rocksteady. I'm sorry about that, Gary. I'll, I'll never say it again. Gary Stead joins the programme. Uh, Gary, we, we all know how big the summer is. We all know how vast it is and, and what you guys have got in front of you. I suppose it's a case of one step at a time at the moment, but you do have to look to the future with the uh, T21 International next year, right? With the uh, the World Cup, sorry. Yeah, afternoon, Darcy. Yeah, you're right. Um, we just have to take one step at a time uh, as we go through, but it's the first time that in, in a long period of time that I think the international T20 game, T20 game has been given so much focus. So we've got a World Cup in about 12 months' time, and between now and then, I think, uh, from counting up, there's about 26 internationals that we have between now and then to, I guess, finalise our, our 15 that will go to the World Cup. So how do you start the planning for that? Obviously, you've, you've named a pretty strong squad so far. Uh, do you chop and change and rotate right the way through the 12? Or are you looking to focus reasonably quickly, Gary? I think the reality of the uh, modern international game, with so much cricket being played, is it's unrealistic to expect um, players to, to actually go through the whole season and, and play everything. So we're certainly planning out um, sort of 12 months in advance and, and looking at, at times when players may have a break or a, a, a mental rest as, as much as anything as opposed to a physical one, but just making sure that that freshness is, is there for players. And I think a lot of teams are starting to, to look to do that now. And, and we're lucky, I think, in New Zealand that we're actually establishing a core group of players that is wider than just a, a basic 11. So you've penciled in the guts or the core of the squad, but made no final decisions. So there is, well, of course, you couldn't a year out. There is opportunity for a bolter, for someone to turn up out of, out of nowhere and force their way into this side? Oh, absolutely. There's a lot of cricket to be played between now and then, and, and you never know what might happen with form or injury and, and everything like that. So I think our way has always been to try and give guys a, a decent run at the team and, and to not chop and change too much. And so I can't imagine that's going to change enormously. But we do actually have to make sure that when we when we hit Australia in 12 months' time that our best 15 are there, all the players that we think that can go and, and win a tournament for us. Do you discuss the loadings with the players themselves about what your expectations are around when they play, how often they play, and what you need? Yeah, we do. I mean, it's an ongoing discussion because things change through through a season. I mean, you could have two or three washed-out games and all of a sudden players aren't, aren't doing the load that you expect them to do and things can change quickly. But it's certainly something in, in my first year here that there's, there's a lot of discussion with players that actually... And it's not just a, a one-off discussion and you make a decision. It's an ongoing thing around where they're at, what's what's their state of mind, how's their form. There's all, all sorts of things that go into ultimately making decisions around whether sometimes you do rest and rotate players around to try and get the best out of them at a later date. So with the case of Trent Bolt, just singling Trent out, he's not playing the entire series, but he is playing some. This is a hard guy to balance because, of course, you've got a major test series coming up. I mean, the Boxing Day test is going to be huge, whether you like it or not. So how do you deal with uh, with weighting him and what you need from him? Yeah, well, the discussions with Trent, I mean, if we use him specifically, was uh, around him actually wanting to play a little bit more four-day cricket in, in the lead-up to the season as well. So we made that call uh, a few weeks ago that he, that he actually wanted to play another four-day game and, and thought that was the best to balance him out for the season. And um, I mean, it, they all bring different sort of pressures of, of bowling, but for him, around the test game, he thought it was his best preparation for the season. So we, we've discussed through what we think that would look like for him and... It's great that players, I think, also have input into that as well. 
As far as the T20s, one-day internationals and test cricket, all players want to play all versions, don't they? Uh, it's, it's unlikely they're going to be able to do that, but that is a consideration that uh, everyone's in with a shot? Yeah, I mean, generally that is, you know, those players, there's not too many that, that sort of single out just one or, or two and say, that's me. But, um, yeah, they, they want to play everything. And, and I think sometimes if you get to the point, though, that they, they actually realise themselves they need a break, it's often too late. So it's about trying to balance, I guess, what we're seeing as, as coaches and coaching staff around their performances and their physical and mental readiness versus their own thoughts as well. And, and there's never, a, I, I think, don't think there's ever a right or wrong around how you do it, but I think we're also mindful of that, that whole well-being aspect of the player. How many people, Gary Stead, have you got on the ground having a look at, at Plunkett Shield ahead of uh, this, this this epic test series against Australia and a few of the other tests, of course, we've got coming up as well? Yeah, there's, there's New Zealand cricket scouts that are, that do every game. So we have uh, there's about five or six scouts, but three there's one at each ground at every time, and they're, they're feeding back information to us, which is which is great. But We've also got systems that we can watch some of the stuff online ourselves as well and, and when we get time just to to, cat, to check in with the coaches and see how people are going. Extra edge, considering the nature of the opposition. Don't forget, they knocked us out of the uh, Rugby World Cup. We're about to play them in Rugby League uh, on Saturday and we all know it happened uh, in England a few months back as well. Just a, just a wee bit more on it, do you think, Gary? Oh, look, for me, no. Uh, it doesn't. It's no different to, to any other series. I mean, the World Cup has gone there and then we... We'll never probably forget what happened, but I don't think there's any point in dwelling on it either. And England have rested a few of their, I guess, star players as well, and, and they're looking at, I guess, at the long-term welfare of those. And um, and we're likely to have some changes to a, to a final living, I guess, that, that we have as well. Um, so I, I guess, yeah, we we just have to play what's in front of us and, and try and, I guess, stamp our mark on this T20 game now and... and as I said, there's 26 games coming up between now and the World Cup. That there's, there's lots to play for. There is Gary Stead, uh, coach of the Black Caps, joining the program. Uh, we've had uh, obviously the Plunkett Shield get up underway. There's a, a guy in Wellington make a bit of a noise. He's made a noise to the tune of 300 plus. Not eligible yet for New Zealand, but I'm presuming you guys have kept a reasonable eye on, on Devon Conway. Yeah, it was fantastic to see. You, you don't often see triple centuries and. Um, I mean, for Devon to, to play the way he did is, is outstanding for him. He, he's, he's not eligible for New Zealand teams through until, uh, I think, it's September next year. So there's still a wee bit of time that he'll have to, to sit and wait. But he's certainly making every post the winner at this stage. And as far as the fitness of, of most of your players, you've got a swag to, to choose from for, for all the different um, versions of the game. Have you pretty much got a full quiver to select from? Oh, we're still, you always have the odd niggle and stuff going on. The likes of the Willie Youngs had a uh, had a significant shoulder operation over the um, over the winter, and he was a guy that's been newly contracted to, I guess, to the to the central contract group as well. So hopefully, around Christmas, he'll be be back up and running. And obviously, Kane's got a little a little hip niggle that's been going on for a while, but he he should be fine for the test matches. And you had a couple of warm-up games with a, with a, with a shadow side because a lot of your key players are playing in the Plunkett Shield. It would have given you great pleasure uh, to see Colin Munro uh, get lickety-split and bash the English all over the park. Yeah, I, I mean, I watched both games and, and it was great to see Colin. It'd be great to his confidence as well leading into a series like this to to go out and get 100. And, yeah, two two good games and... and um, it's always nice when uh, when you put a, a team out and they can beat a, an opposition, I guess, um, international team as well. Two o'clock tomorrow, the summer of cricket is all on. We are so looking forward to this. Gary Stead, thanks very much for your time. Wishing you the best for the entire season.
Frigidas and Kiss. 